welcome back to another episode of Mystery of the Week. 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 Wait, Brandon, talk talk at the same time as me. Make sure that like whenever we're both yeah, talking, well, it's not going to echo or anything. Time, like, you know, know, I just want to make sure that everything is a okay. What if that was our old podcast? We just all try to talk at the same time. It's just a big fucking mess. That's so funny. V coming at you again. <laughs> Are we changing names again, John? <laughs> yeah, well, because well, like my old um, my old MySpace like scene kid name used to be Johnny Vicious. Oh my god! It was so cool. I can't even handle that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Johnny Vicious, and I had I had snake bites and like a fucking devil's lock. Oh my god! I was so rock and roll. On a scale of one to ten, how happy is everyone that everything on MySpace got wiped? You know what? Not me. Because there's so many bands. Like, all the music got wiped. Like, I had music on MySpace. My friends had music there. on MySpace. What? Oh, I, I doubt a lot of that was on there still. No, I fucking, I've gone through the archives. I tried to see if there was a way to restore the old music that was on there just to save it. And no, there was nothing. Well, I never used MySpace, so <laughs> I can't really say anything. Yeah, Brandon's younger than fucking us. Fucking Okay. I did maybe, I mean, I remember that MySpace was a thing, <laughs> but I remember Facebook, it was a thing. Facebook was just becoming more of a thing at that point. So it was, it was just easier to get a Facebook if See, I was going to get Facebook in touch with didn't my come friends. out until I was in like seventh grade, no, like eighth grade or the ninth grade. F- the first, okay. So MySpace was really big. And the first time I ever even heard of Facebook was I had a friend whose dad went back to school and he's like, you guys have Facebook? All the college kids have Facebook because that's when it was like invite only and you had to, I think, be have a college email to join or something. So it was a big thing for like college kids and then yeah. I didn't get Facebook until way later. No, we but had MSN Messenger and MySpace was my shit. See, I always wanted to be on Messenger. I always wanted to talk to hot cuties, but... <laughs> I just didn't have it in me. I wasn't. I wasn't a cutie. I was, in my, you can talk to your friends. I just talked to my friends. I didn't give a constantly. shit. I didn't give a shit about talking to my friends. If I wanted to talk to my friends, I'd fucking call them and be like, "I'm just gonna go over to your house." I was on AOL dial-up on MSN <laughs> Messenger. Heavy. <laughs> Do you guys remember LimeWire? Fuck yeah, I remember LimeWire, and you could download the pro version of LimeWire off LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was fucking cool. I always, I always like. So I had AOL dial-up, and I would it would take like a whole day to download one song. And then oh, sometimes yeah. they would be spam. They wouldn't be the whole song. So you'd wait a whole day for a song to download. And then it'd be that. I built. did not have sexual relations with that woman. And then it cut off. You'd spend all day for a download. And that was it. Instead of the song, it was just Bill Clinton. <laughs> you so motherfucker. Pissed. Why did it take a day to download Bill Clinton <laughs> just saying that? I never used LimeWire, but I remember FrostWire. Yeah, that came out later. That one was a little bit better. You thought FrostWire was better? I thought FrostWire sucked uh, i felt like frost frost for poor was kids like, <laughs> <laughs> it was all free <laughs> i guess i was the poor kid Frostwire, you couldn't change like the skin though like limewire you could change your skin color yeah like, mine was like oh yeah black man, i was like downloading skins all fucking day for that shit yeah. it was so cool. which you'd have to download also and spend i forgot all day you for. could download skins <laughs> on that that's so funny Started dancing too hard there so. okay 
Warming up, getting ready. <coughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mystery of the Week. Dun, 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 dun. This week, we're covering spooky camping deaths. Summer camp killers. Summer camp killers. We've appropriately moved to uh, Chris Cross Applesauce like sleepover <laughs> recording situation. I'm pretty excited about Chris this. Feels very appropriate. Applesauce. I think the only thing it does. That we're it feels missing good. is uh, s'mores. Oh, well, god damn it, dude! I did real quick. I'll start the bonfire in the middle of our living room okay. right now. Yes, oh, thank God. Okay. You fucking thought of. Oh wow, that, she thinks that's so nice. Everything here in the house. Yeah, that started quick, right? That oh was my really god, fast. I'm really impressed. Starter? Really impressed. Yeah, Holly, that's fucking fantastic. And I like the smell like of the campfire sticks too. Sticks always like sticks to you for a little I bit. I rubbed my hands together so. She fast. just rubbed her hands together and pointed at the stick, and boom. Bear Grylls. She's watched a lot of Bear Grylls. She knows how to survive in the wild. I know what I did was infiltrate the boy scouts Ooh. i did one of those like disney movie situations she like she brought like up I her hair yeah you brought in. up your hair and then like put it into a hat and you're like hey, hey everybody fellas. i'm david blaine <laughs> hey fellas um, what's going like, on we're gonna go shower in the lake and i'm like oh shit oh like, no i have boobs <laughs> <laughs> classic problem with girl being a boy <laughs> where do i hide these especially in in an an adult woman. No, in, I didn't in, do it as an adult oh, woman, you weirdo. Okay, my bad, my bad. Okay, well then, like, well then, like, I don't know. Let me do it as a girl, like a young girl. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> you do that. Yes, we're come. I mean, summer's coming up. Coming up it's fast, dude. Pre- I mean, it's not technically the first day of summer, but it's summer outside. It's fucking hot. It's muggy. So perfect time to start really creeping you out if you're going to be going camping this summer. <laughs> I'm actually really glad we're doing this now. John and I just got back from going to the West Coast and back camping so our way. So fun. And I'll tell you what, if we would have been covering these stories and researching them beforehand, would have been much more spooky. Ooh, what a spookster. Yeah, they uh, left me. Well, we try to get you to come, Brandon, but you're like, oh, I have like stuff to do and I have, I have to be a responsible adult and like I can't just up and leave everything. Sorry, guys. Hard you know, to be excuses, a big excuses. Hard to be a big baby back bitch. <laughs> it's essentially, Fuck you know, you, like the words that were coming out of his mouth, and I was like, Am I hearing this correctly? And <laughs> I was. Let me Please, tell you. Everybody, um, send us a message at Mystery of the Week podcast at gmail.com and tell us how much of a baby, uh, back, a, bitch. baby back bitch john actually is <laughs> <laughs> jokes he, on you i'm not <laughs> he needs to be checking himself before he wrecks himself no right way now. dude I'm everybody fucking, right now vote dude i'm fucking who's cool. cooler everybody loves me <laughs> this is our 10th episode 10th episode and it will be a two-parter so Brandon and I are going to cover some spooky little summer camp camping excursions gone wrong. And then on part two, John's doing a very deep dive into a very spooky conspiracy, maybe demons or something involved. I'm not I, even going to tell you. It's This shit is fucking deep and it's so much fun. Yeah. If John had a cork board to have red string and tick 
tax if that's what you I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually already invested in today. Like I have like the newspaper clippings and I'm printing them out and fucking he ordered a, cork, some he orange ordered a cork board on Amazon. It's coming in two day shipping. Amazoncorkin.com. So stay tuned for that because that's going to be a good one. But tonight we have some good ones also. Orange Tic Tacs. So Brandon, do you want to start us off with oh, what you have? I suppose so. Are you guys ready? Oh, I'm, I'm so ready. excited. John already knows a little bit of it. I know a little bit about it. John knows a little bit about it. I know a little bit about it. Oh, you know a little bit about it too. Okay. Well, guess what? The listener doesn't know anything about it. I don't think you know. But anything Brandon's about gonna it. tell us more about but it. But I'm gonna tell you, the listener. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Listen, here. You know? Just tell us. <laughs> it's killing me. Just tell us. Okay. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't hold it from you any farther. Or any further. <laughs> I'll hold it from it. you a little bit farther. You, you have to reach for it, okay? So, June 4th, 1960, near the Finnish city, Espoo. I really, Espoo. Li- I really like that it's Espoo. <laughs> a poo joke right off the bat. <laughs> you gotta love Espoo. that. There's gonna be a lot of little jokes like that. Do you think, do you think they talk like... Welcome to Ace Pool. Probably not. Do you think? No. I mean, I feel like I feel like Finn Finnish stuff is kind of like Deutsch. Welcome to Ace Pool. When you said Deutsch, you kind of sounded like you were from Brooklyn. <laughs> it's Deutsch, you know. Uh, yeah, it's Deutsch. <laughs> you ever heard of it? Get cultured. <laughs> yeah, but I okay. So yes, they do talk like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there was two fifteen-year-olds. I don't know how to pronounce these names at all. Maya, Mylia, and Anja, along with her 18-year-old boyfriends, Seppo and Nils, were all went camping at the shores of Lake Bodum. Lake Bodum. playing like heavy metal bass. Fucking deathcore shit. No, the like picture you classically see, I'm not even going to say what it is yet, but the picture you classically see of Lake Bodum murders is like the most metal They're album cover. They're fucking metal, dude. It's fucking a horrific looking crime scene. I'm so excited. So fucking cool. Uh, so these kids, sadly, thought that they would just be relaxing on Hanging a out. nice camping trip, you know, just... You know, going to Lake Bodum, not <laughs> thinking gonna, anything about like you this. Do. Well, they're yeah. probably like they they probably imagine that they're playing they're playing in the water. Girls are up on top of their boys' shoulders. Everybody's playing Leaning Tower of Pizza Pie. Is that, what it's <laughs> called? Is that what you called it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, said, I personally called it. I'm trying. Leaning I was trying to make it catch on. <laughs> Next time you guys play, <laughs> sit on the shoulders, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Announce that you want to pay, play Leaning Tower of Pizza Pie. <laughs> right, because the other name is classically Sit on Your Shoulders. What the fuck is that even called? I can't remember chicken, now. Chicken, chicken. Yeah, it's chicken. chicken. Yeah. Leaning Tower of Pizza Pie. <laughs> and or Sit on Your Shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um... So these kids thought that, you know, that we're just going to go on this normal trip to Lake Bodum, going to have a nice summer camp, but it unfortunately turned into something straight out of a thriller movie. Straight up. Uh, <laughs> 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 
I imagine that's what like the knife would sound like. I can't do a good like knife movie yeah, sound. Yeah, de- knife definitely ah, like a bam bam bam. We're having a party. Welcome to like bottom. We were watching like a slasher film, and whenever instead of that like sound of the knife, it was just the hip hop horn. It was the oh, first. Yeah, uh, it was the first up and coming like trap music. You oh know? yeah, fuck yeah, it was. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck yeah, it was. So supposedly, there were a group of boys nearby that were bird watching around the same area, um, who claimed that they seen a blonde man walking away from the tent that just so happened to be in that campsite area where the teens were all staying at. So. That all spikes, or that all spikes where the murders start to come in. It was documented uh, that they had seen him leave around six in the morning or so, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until this random dude, Risto was his name, uh, was jogging through like the woods and ended up through the campsite and came across the bodies five fucking hours later. Can you imagine? Just, I was just about to say. Just a daily jog. It's your normal routine. It's usually very peaceful. And then you come up on that. What do you do when you find a body? You stop jogging. Especially you, do. Especially. you start sprinting. <laughs> Never jog like, again. Especially in 1960. Like, you're yeah. like, I gotta still run back to the house and call this in. Fuck. Like, and how do you tell him, like, where you were? Like, what if you, I don't know. It's fucking weird. See, that, it's a that's tight my spot thing. to be in. Like, when you're the person that comes up against these bodies, you make it you sound like they're like zombies. They're coming back up at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these bodies are coming back again. I don't know. I just don't know how police don't find that person that found the bodies. You know, suspicious because oh, I don't know. I'm sure they remain suspects until further oh, notice. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, just want to tell you. You're, you're a suspect until further notice. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Anja, one of the girls, and Seppo, uh, one of the one of the guys, uh, both of their bodies were found inside the tent where the killer was like trying to stab them through the fabric of the tent while also like trying to blunt force to hit the them while they were still inside the tent yeah that's one of the craziest things about it is that like you're going in blind fucking just stabbing yeah like okay so we camp a lot and you definitely feel the we love it but like you definitely feel the vulnerability of being in the middle of nowhere of knowing you have this soft plush thing as your only protection so it's so creepy to know this person came up on these people and they never even entered the tent just from the outside attack them blindly through the tent and this is like your classic lean-to tent like old school 1960s maybe one maybe two people can fit in it tp tent it's fucking (laughs) it's like they had a fucking string hung up and then just a sheet over top yeah, of Yeah, the classic triangle tent. And this person just completely attacked him from the outside, never entering it. That's such a fear. 
That is terrifying. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. I'm a fucking nut job whenever we go camping. Like God now, damn. I'm never gonna go camping. Oh come on, it's fun. No, <laughs> no, I'm out. I mean, I already hate bugs enough. I don't want to have to worry about some random dude just gonna start stabbing me through a tent. How do you feel about donkeys? Because we just went camping. <laughs> we just I don't went... know. I love some good ass. <laughs> Sick burn. We went camping in Nevada in the middle of nowhere in the desert. And there were a bunch of wild burros and horses everywhere. Like we were watching them all day. And then we woke up in the middle of the night to a couple of them right up like at our front door of the tent and just like grazing and neighing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right by our tent not even fucking you like right next to our tent fucking horrific <laughs> I, I bet was, that that alone was scary as fuck I thought it was funny Joe no. was terrified of the donkey oh, I yeah. hate I hate the noises donkey make dude I was trying to go to sleep they and I thought so I sad. heard fucking footsteps outside the goddamn tent the whole time I was just a fucking nutcase. I'll just go to sleep. It's probably a rabbit. No, how do you know it was wrong? How do you know it wasn't somebody standing outside of your guys' tent with two coconuts and just... Oh my god, you're bringing Monty Python into this? I can't fucking stand him. How dare him. you? I hate him so much. All right, we got off track. Let's Sorry, get back in. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they... Anja and Seppo were found inside the tent while the other girl was found lying on top of the tent undressed from the waist down but had way worse injuries than the other two did she had already been dead but then she received even further injuries after being dead yeah so like post, the dude post was mortem like, stabbing was insane on yeah. her body yeah a lot of anger in this for these victims like it's so sad Ugh. we're laughing but yeah it's also only to deal with all the pain <laughs> jesus christ that's so fucking raw like you just went out to go camping you wanted to play leaning tower pizza pie and now you're getting fucking stabbed blindly at night through your tent it's probably because they found out that you called chicken leaning, leaning tower, tower pizza, pizza. Pie. we're like fuck this shit <laughs> these fucking kids and they're dead Fuck these Damn kids. Ways. That means John's the next target. Well, I'm too. I'm too nice. People, they wouldn't kill me. I don't think so. I think. Uh, let's just. I think. Put this cool. on record that Holly was the one that said John was going to die. I didn't say anything about Thank it. You, so it's um, if anything happens to John, it's probably whoa, Holly. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Let's just whoa, watch out whoa, for Holly. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> she is my life insurance policy holder. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> just saying. She's going to kill out. him for all of his money. The money he doesn't have. Not yet. Not till I'm dead. I'm not worth. I'm not worth as much as as, as much alive as I am dead. Shit. Continuing on, the last of the boys, Nils, he was found by the police still alive, even after being stabbed through the fucking head. Like, he got stabbed through the head. Yeah, it says that he had a stab wound. Like right in his the front of his forehead. Yeah, Jesus I remember Christ. seeing the picture of him, and it was just like stitches down the middle of his forehead yeah. to the side. And he experienced a lot of head trauma. Yeah, he also had a broken jaw as well. So, kids got fucked, man. Uh, but how do you live through that? That's I don't know. That's Will. that's insane. Will and Grace. Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, you're the best. <laughs> so Nils, after being the only one who survived the attack, he couldn't even recall 
a single event from what happened that night. So even if they wanted to question him, like he didn't have any kind of recollection of what happened. So the one thing I heard he recalled was he said he saw a man with red glowing eyes and in a black cloak through the tent. Yeah, red glowing eyes. But, like, wait, what? Yeah, he's, they asked him what he remembered, and that was the only thing he remembered. But they said, well, first of all, was this a demon? Mm-hmm. What the Obviously, fuck? Obviously, first question. But they also said, I mean, he experienced a lot of head trauma. He probably had, like, bloodshot eyes. And if anything caught light, might have been red. Like, he had a lot of head trauma, so they didn't know how accurate that description was. But yeah, he described a man with red glowing eyes and a black cloak attacking them. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That's really scary. It, it sounds and seems demonic at that point. Oh, yeah. No, it, it has to be. Like, who's who, what man just has red eyes and a black cloak? Unless he... Someone named Hans. Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the Matrix, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh uh, after the attacks, the killer had stolen uh, a few of like personal items from the victims, and then some of those items were like recovered like a mile away from where the the attack had happened. But what wasn't found. There was some other personal items that weren't found from the kids. And then the biggest thing that they didn't find was any sign of any kind of murder weapon at all. So made it really fucking hard to f- to try to pinpoint the suspect throughout all this chaos and shit. All you gotta do is take a knife and tie a fucking thick rock to it and throw it in the water. Which reading a lot of these like summer camp, like camping murders is really common because... Since they're in the middle of nowhere, it's almost like they have time to kind of clean that. I mean, this specific case, they use mostly knives and blunt force. But and then in other ones where they use like ammo or like guns, it's really common that they're picking up the shells and things like that. And they have time to get that stuff away from the crime scene because they're in the middle of fucking nowhere with no one disturbing them while they do these awful acts. Which goes to show... If you're gonna serial kill people, do it in the woods. Don't serial kill people. Well, don't serial kill people. I'm just fucking saying, like, be smart about it. Fucking watch CSI and then go, well, don't do it in Miami. I guess I'll do it in the woods or a swamp. I don't know. Like, just be smart. Be smart out there, guys. Don't kill people. Don't kill people, but be smart if you did. But be smart if you do. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, you gotta you gotta look out for number one. On your PSA sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Within many years of the crime, police have come across many suspects during this time, but there was only three people that really stood out. Holly, every time I look at you, you're just like, I already know. I'm so excited. This case is just so interesting. Yeah, and these three suspects, it's like, maybe? Like, they're all, there's one to me that's specifically probable, but they're all, like, pretty probable. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious if you think the same person's as probable as I think. Let's hold it. Yeah, we'll regroup after this. So, So, the first one being Carl... Vladimir Galstone? I don't know how to fuck to say it. Also known as Kiosk Man. Hold on, real quick. You also have to say it like you're from Deutschland. 
Valdemir Gilstrom. Gilstrom. Vladimir Gilstrom. Also known as Kiosk Man, was notorious for being known as the man who ran around. Okay, don't do that. Yeah, don't <laughs> let's, do that. Let's abandon start, this. Start, yeah, <laughs> start, 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 start. <laughs> Vladimir Gilstrom. Vladimir Gilstrom, but also known as Kiosk Man. He was notorious for being the dude who owned a kiosk, but also just aiding campers and like kids that's the thing that gets me it's like what happened to you that you're just like you know who i hate campers campers like as a group of people i hate them i hate campers what a weird thing like what happened to you he had a bad boy scout experience or something well this motherfucker would go as far as like throwing rocks at these kids just yeah, get the fuck out of here. Much he hated these people. Fucking campers. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. campers was what he did in his spare time. Try to get away from my kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> That's his kiosk. Get the fuck away. So, what really is striking about this whole thing is that one evening he was uh, drunk and having a conversation with one of his neighbors and openly admitted that he was the one who committed the Lake Bodum murders. But just openly said it. Just openly said it. But police didn't do any further investigation because his wife stated that he was home alone with her sleeping during that time. I've also Can heard I, Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say I've also heard his wife said that he was abusive. Yeah. Yeah, I just how do police somebody he openly admitted talking to it about to one of the neighbors and then the police were just like, oh, just because his wife said, you know, that he was at home that we're just going to. Yeah, well, his wife said that he's at home. So uh... there, it's, there's some weird, sketchy back and forth with this guy a lot. You yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I like well. that you put your hand up. <laughs> Did you mention a well? If this not, will block if the not I'm going to bring up a well. I can't remember all the names. No, like a well, like an actual well. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't know up. if I know all I'll the names. <laughs> um, oh, damn. <laughs> I, I can't believe that I thought that you were trying to say name. Oh, well. <laughs> a well. A well. Hi, well, my name's a well. You know. But yeah, no, actually, just getting to that, um, they also said that Carl, or Kiosk Man, Kiosk Man. was... Just days after being, uh, just days after the murder, he was being seen attending to wells in the front yard. I was, I had, I had written down here like a little note that I was like on the side note. I was like, I'm not really sure why they didn't, you know, do a lot further investigation with this guy. But you know, fuck me, right? He fuck filled, me. He completely concrete filled in a well. Yeah. Days after these murders. So this guy confesses, like you said, I didn't know that. He confessed to somebody else that he killed them. Yeah. He apparently confessed to his wife that he killed them, fills in a well a few days later, but then his wife gives him an alibi. Yeah, well, he says, bang, boom, straight to the moon. If you fucking say anything to the cop, I'm going to whack you in the eye. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, this guy has been reported like being abusive to his wife before. Like, and yeah, I was just sitting up, uh, you know, I constantly go, 
Canadian this whole time. <laughs> and I, I realize it's not Canadian. But she says, yeah, I was up all night watching him sleep. That's how he feels the most comfortable. Because that's normal. Yeah, he says, he says if, I don't, if I don't watch him sleep and he wakes up and I'm not watching him, he's going to sock me, right? And yeah, give me a good kisser. That's a really messed up sleeping schedule this family has. Yeah, it is. Well, she has to she has to deal with him. <laughs> I wouldn't want to deal with kiosk man. Hell no. Throwing rocks at kids. This guy already sounds mean. Uh, Dick. But, uh, there was something that said that he... The police did investigate the wells, or at least like his yard, whenever they had sightings of him being out there doing weird shit but they said even after that investigation they called it off because they couldn't find anything i don't feel like these cops are trying hard enough yeah, but I, that's what i was quite thinking clear if they actually like undid the oh, filling yeah. of the I, well I'm it's sure almost like they walked up looked at the well they were like, that was oh, filled that's like, concrete seems like yeah. a lot of work to get like, this later out. days we're moving on. <laughs> All right, Carl. Later days, Carl. Peace out, man. You did a good job on this one. You got us. They're like, we shop at this kiosk a lot, okay? Carl, we love you, buddy. We need but... supplies. God dang it. Why'd you have to put us in this position? But yeah, no. Although he, there wasn't nothing to prove that he was the suspect, nine years later, his body was found nowhere. Lake Bodum. Because mm. Carl went fucking apeshit. And he drowned himself. What a way to, like, you have to be dedicated yeah, to yeah, drown yeah, you yourself. How do you even... Go underwater with determination just keeps breathing. Yeah, because I feel like the willpower of your body alone is going to want to come up. I, oh, man. Anytime I that even. I think about drowning, uh, that's my, that's literally my worst fear. If I die... Drowning would be the last way that I would want to go. I just hate water. What about dying in a house fire? I would rather be burned to death than to drown. Well, they really. say like in a fire, though, you just pass out from asphyxiation of the smoke before you burn. Yeah, yeah but exactly. it's like, it turns out you wake up, the fire started right underneath your butt. Well, they say so you, you, asphyxiate, you asphyxiate through your butthole. <laughs> yeah, you're like sucking up smoke through your butthole. You're like, oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> the thing of it is, is I've heard that you die quicker by being burned alive than what you do by being drowned to death. Because Fucking the oxygen, who's there to tell you? Well, the oxygen is like taking Science. the, or the fire is taking oxygen out of your lungs. So it's not like you have extra, you know, when you're being drowned, however much oxygen that you have in your lungs that's being the determined factor of how long it's going to be till you die. And then you just pretty swallow hot. water and water fills yeah. your lungs. Like, at least in the smoke fire, you're, like, passing out before you burn. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Like, sure, the guys. Boda murders being stabbed and bludgeoned is worse than any that's of this. That's fucking horrendous. That's, like, the worst way to die. Yeah, that's... Uh, ugh, I feel so bad for these Well, you gotta young, hope on that first conk with the... These people were so young. You gotta, first on the, you gotta hope on that first conk with the blunt object that, like, they really just, like, knock you unconscious. And then you, like... You just get stabbed to death and, like, you don't even realize you're getting stabbed to death. Yes, that's your only hope. It's, like, best case scenario for this whole problem. John finding the light. <laughs> well, you have to. I mean, that's best case. Like, give me one good, give me, like, the movies do it best. Like, give them one good conk on the head, they'll pass out, right? Right? Um, yeah. Right. Thank you. Uh, so, later upon the deathbed of his wife, uh, she was, there was record of her saying that she was terrified that her husband would even go as far as killing her if she said 
anything to the police, like what you guys were saying. Fucking so psychotic. That's, yeah. So it's... This woman had to live in fear with her husband, and <sighs> even if he didn't do the Boda murders, that alone, he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> All fucking Gilia. That's not... Did he become Canada, Canadian? Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> Did he become oh, Canada? Oh, yeah. I'll fucking... Canada. I'll, I'll bring the hammer down on you if you Canada. fucking say anything <laughs> to me. Do, 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 you say anything do, 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 to the Monty's about it? Your butts and the butcher block. <laughs> the butts on the butcher block, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know All what right. you're talking about. See, that's we very... We gotta get back on track, guys. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But even after his wife's testimony, he was officially taken off of the suspect list stand. This turned his suspicion over to Hans Osman. Osman. Hans ass man. Fucking ass man. He deserves to be called. I'm going to touch your butt ass man. He was an alleged KGB and also a former Nazi. Yeah, I did. crazy, man. Shit. I did read that he worked uh, at a con- concentration camp. I want to say... <gasps> Auschwitz? Auschwitz. I heard he was a guarded Auschwitz. Oh my God, I already hate this guy. See, all these people I already don't like for other circumstances. <laughs> Auschwitz, man. Definitely not hard it's at all. It's not hard to, hate these to not people. like pieces of shit. <laughs> it's not hard to, to hate people who go around killing kids for no fucking reason. Hey, kid, come over here. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay, mister. All right, good. What over do here. I get out of it? Fucking I don't know. You're fucking dead. You get out of being alive. What, what more is gonna No more say? mom telling you what to do. Am I right, <laughs> kiddo? Hans appeared on the police's radar the morning of June 6th. Of 1960, just only days after the murders. This guy had been reported to uh, enter into a hospital with like a bunch of shit underneath his fingernails and then his clothes being stained red. And then even after the, uh, the hospital called the police about this guy and they came in and they didn't do any other further investigation with this guy even though the doctors that worked in this hospital were like yo we know that that's blood on that dude's clothing like and it's we the know night of a is. major murder yeah yeah and they, they didn't take his clothes for evidence or anything no they just later dates this guy also. <laughs> yeah see you later hans the thing was is that whenever he walked into the hospital he was acting very aggressively but he was also like very nervous at the same time like he's coming from somewhere that he shouldn't have been doing something like yeah. that's very obvious to to anybody yeah oh because he had a strong alibi apparently and that's why that they didn't analyze the clothes or anything. They yeah, just... I was beating the shit out of a dog and uh Yeah, what kind of fucking alibi do you have? That you're covered in blood. And like your hands are blackened with stuff like you've been attacking something. Yeah, obviously attacking something. So even what's if you your don't alibi? Think it's what's your very murder, strong what the alibi? What the fuck is this guy doing? Who 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 fucking knows, man? Who fucking knows? <laughs> um but aside from the hospital visits, uh, there was other red flags that just started popping up. Nils was uh, he was hypnotized that way that they could try to get something out of him, even though he said he couldn't remember anything. Um, but while he was underneath the hip hypnosis, he had said something about uh, he could remember a man with long blonde hair. Just days after that little report from Nils saying that. Wait, the guy Osman is, saying that? 
No, like, so they... The sole survivor nils. Yeah, so oh. whenever they, like, were questioning, I guess that that has somehow got leaked out to the public, and then Hans had found out about it, and after he read that, he just cut all of his fucking hair off. And they did a profile <sighs> sketch of what Nils thought this person looked like from what he could remember. It straight up looks like this Hans guy. Like, n- no way about it. The way his hair, like, blonde and slicked back, his features are very defining, you know? Like, yeah. He has a very defining face. that You could overlay this sketch onto Han's face, and it straight up looks like this guy. Yeah, I, I thought, like, from, from what I saw, it looked like you could tell, like, he had, like, prominent facial structure, like, his cheekbones were there, and... I mean, the nose is yeah. the same, the, the way the eyes set, the creases in his forehead, like... Everything about it, you would be like, okay, yeah, that's definitely that guy if that's down to what he saw. I think a lot of this comes from the police were just like, well, this guy has head trauma. And they just kept dismissing so much. But then again, I don't know this area and what kind of crimes they investigate or come across. That's another thing to consider. Like, small town police forces are taking on this huge murder case. Like, multi-murder, insane, gruesome case. Yeah, exactly. It may not be, like, as easy I don't know what their government system's like, honestly, there, especially in the 1960s. Like, here, usually if you have a big case like that and there's a small police force, that's when the FBI comes in. You know, where they can handle those kinds of yeah. things, but I don't know what their setup there is. Right. Uh, so there was even, so like a, a part or along with those red flags, there was a doctor that had ended up uh, writing three books about this guy and all the books the were... The Hans guy? Yeah. Apparently all the books were supposedly about how Hans was related to the Lake Bodum murders. And then even uh, a few years or something like that after the doctor had came out with something, there was a detective that said that he could he could connect Hans to five other f- murders that happened. Oh, shit. So we may have a serial killer yeah. here just on the loose. Yeah. The 60s, if you were wanting to kill people... 60s are where it's at. Actually, anywhere... Don't stop giving advice to who wants to murder people for dummies. Well, unless they're time travelers, they're not going to have much luck. I'm just saying, during a time whenever... Like, everybody thinks about killing people. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to kill somebody, what era would you do it in? Before video cameras. Come on. Fucking... And, and what fucking bank robbers did in the 20s where they would, like, go rob someone. They're like, tell them it was Bugsy McGee. You're like, fuck you, dude. No, what you do is don't do that. And then you just leave with all the money. And then you don't tell them, tell them it was Bugsy McGee. But don't call so yourself Bugsy McGee. Way. Just don't do that. You don't have to make yourself the video camera of the time that's, by saying, here's well, my name. Well, that's what, like, trolling of the time was. You you brand yourself, not your name, and rob a bunch of people. Yeah, you're fucking, you're fucking bank... Bank robbing handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag Bugsy McGee. XXX Bugsy, Bugsy, Bugsy McGee. XX. <laughs> oh no. Hard, hardcore. You know that you were the OG whenever you had XX. XX Johnny Vicious XX. Oh my god, Johnny oh, yeah. Vicious. HXC, I, re- I even remember that. HXC. Uh, so many considered Osman's potential political connections 
as the reason for his dismissal. Thanks to multiple sources in literature alluding to his guilt, Osman was the public's favorite suspect up until 2004, so not too long ago. Um, when investigators decided to reopen the case after 44 fucking years, uh, claiming that with the more advanced technology that we had, uh, we uncovered uh, like new blood evidence and found a pair of shoes and uh, the sudden testimony of a woman claiming to have been camping nearby. Can you fucking imagine... So like, fucking scared. There's, there's the fact that like you're camping and you get attacked. Now imagine you're camping close to someone who got brutally attacked. You can hear them getting brutally attacked. Or even if you don't, just like knowing that later. Oh my fucking god, like, no. Fucking scary, man. Jesus Christ. New DNA analysis that they had done on this new evidence that they found led to the arrest of a suspect that nobody would even have thought of. I don't know. Who is okay, it? okay, hold on. Before we say the name, how would you even fucking guess that? I'm just saying it has to not be ruled out. Obviously, it can't be ruled out. So you're saying that it would be something that would be obvious to you? Yeah. I'm not saying it's something that would be obvious. I get that they would consider it. But the person you're about to say, for it to be this many years later, and then pick this person last, and go this far with this person versus the first two suspects, breaks my heart. Yeah. So this third suspect is... Nils. Nil. Oh, poor Nil. One of the teenage boys. It makes sense to me. I don't think it does, though. I'm sorry, but how is... was Unless he was trying to commit suicide after he had killed all the other kids. But... No. Well, let's go into it. Let's get into it. So, according to the prosecution, a drunken Nils killed his girlfriend, Maila in a fit of jealous rage. Uh, this was thought to explain the severity of her injuries and the fact that her body had been found outside the tent. And they believed that they had gotten into some kind of scruffle with, uh, like, the other boy that was along with them. And then that's why he sustained his facial injuries. Like, that's why Nil had, like, the broken jaw and stuff like that. So... I just feel like this one's so far-fetched. So what they think happened... So this is why I think compared to the other suspects and so much evidence to that, they... So what they think is Nil Gustafsson murdered his girlfriend out of rage and his friend for whatever else other reason. And then they think he gone to a scuffle with them and that's how his jaw broke and then that he conflicted the head wound to himself to make it look like he was attacked also oh i don't think that i because no that's what the police think that's what the police think but there's other prevailing theories that say he may have sustained the wounds from being in the fight with the boy and he may have already killed one girl or his girlfriend so the other two were trying to fight him off but that doesn't make sense because he attacked the other ones through the tent without entering or them coming well, out okay think about it think about it now you're right 
And the other, but his, but his girlfriend was the one who was bludgeoned to death so hard though. She was, she was murdered far more severely than anybody else there. And he was the only one left alive. Okay. So you could argue also though. So he attacked whoever did this crime attacked the first couple through the tent, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't see him, didn't enter. They didn't come out just through the tent of rage, hoping that he murdered them. And he did. Something happened with the other couple who ended up out on top of their tent. That woman sustained more injuries than Nil, who survived. And then that's why they think since he sustained less injuries, he might have done it. But then at the same time, where the fuck are the murder weapons? Nil's been on the site the whole time. They would be in the vicinity somewhere because they found him in the vicinity. Tie a knife to a rock and throw it into the fucking river where they're at or the lake that they're at. And you're probably not going to find it. I just, I, I mean, I get, I get the suspicion. I just think where they went so far, I just think where they went so far with him specifically over the other two suspects is strange. I mean, I don't know how much that they were looking for back in the 1960s, but wouldn't you think that there would be footprints that they found from Nil going and hiding those those murder weapons and then coming back to the site and then killing. But then, well, they found his, they found his shoes though. Right. Well, how would he have hid the murder weapons and then came back and then stabbed himself in the head? Like where would that knife have gone? And then he got rid of the murder weapons, but he left his shoes that are apparently show something of criminal intent. Unless he had some kind of psychic ability to stab himself and then, like, pick up the knife with his mind and throw it out into the lake. Like, you're, I don't know. Or I what just, if he got stabbed by one of the other, by the other guy, but the, he ended the, up overpowering you him. You keep forgetting the other people never left the tent. You're, they were attacked, fully never leaving the tent from the outside of the tent. No one got out and defended themselves. Fucking just carve it into your head. So no Charles one got Manson out and it. took this knife. From, you know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't yeah. make sense. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it makes sense either. Well, that's what I'm. That's the. That's I the think, theory I'm putting my money on. I think what sounds like happened is the first couple that were that were murdered, the man and the woman within the tent, were attacked first, and. You know, from the outside, no one ever entered. They never came out. That may have stirred the other couple in the other tent, which is why they're up and outside the tent. And then I think it's noteworthy that these other two suspects are men who have a history of abusing women. They are obviously probably once they outside see a woman, they're going to attack the woman more than the man. They attack the man, think he's dead, subdued, subdued him, but then have rage and anger toward the woman, which is why she may have sustained more in, uh, injuries than nil. That is well, true. My thing is uh, also thinking back to, it said that Ma- Malia or Mylia, her pants were gone. So like whoever yeah, was, was doing like, it, I, I mean, well, maybe it didn't say that she was ever raped, but like, why would they have just taken off her pants for no fucking reason you know yeah this person obviously had anger toward women specifically but i just don't feel like it points toward nil having anger toward his girlfriend and then killing the other two couple in such a way yeah i don't know well the thing that really strikes me is that carl openly admitted to doing the murders yeah 
So how do you? But there, but there wh- would he just be so fucking you know out there just to be like, oh yeah, I fucking did this. There are people all over there, like not not there, but like there are people all over that will com- that will confess to a crime that they didn't commit just to try to get like the rec- recognition for doing. Okay, like so then you ask me this. So can we talk about who we think did it the most individually? Yeah, yeah. I think Hans is the, yeah the definitely main suspect Hans because. He has a history of being violent. He lives within four miles of this Bodum Lake. The person, Nil, the sole survivor, gives us a description and a sketch that looks exactly like him. Like you're telling me Nil committed this crime and then could describe a man who happens to look exactly like a man who lives four miles away and is violent. Who then walks into a hospital covered in blood the night of. Exactly. That's all way more suspicious than putting it on nil. I don't know. For some reason, I want to say that Carl was the one who did it. Just solely because... He was confessing to it. He was confessing. Um, His wife said that if he went... Or if she went to the police, that he would kill her. And then the fact that he was just nonchalantly out in his well or filling his wells just a few days after, like I don't know, that puts a lot of suspicion into my head. Well, and that very suspicious. And that draws another question. Okay, so I mean, this is a pretty remote area. Do you know the people living around you? I mean, could it be these two? Like, could it be Carl and Hans together? Well, that was the thing they said. Is it kind of looked like the act of multiple people? is interesting you know so like carl's hiding the weapons and and then that was the thing that went against blaming nil gustafson the sole survivor because this looked like the work of maybe multiple people i don't know but just because they hate campers because they're violent pieces of shit because they're violent (laughs) yeah so just to just to end it up though um it goes on so the defense claimed that nils had no motive for the crimes and that the injuries he sustained to himself were practically impossible to inflict upon himself, which is what I was trying to say. Like, I don't think that there's any way that he could have done that. But after being initially convicted, Nils had only served one year of his life sentence after a successful appeal granted him his freedom. He, too, is still seen as guilty by many people during his trial when he was asked by a reporter how he knew he was innocent if he couldn't remember anything. <laughs> what? How do you know you're innocent? How Shut do you the know fuck you're up. innocent what? when you're brutally attacked? Yeah. But he said, he simply just replied, I'm innocent and that's it. And with Nils cleared of all charges and most other suspects already dead, pretty much seems like the Blake Bodum murders will always remain a mystery. Cold and chilly. I'm pretty sure he also received like $44,000. He did receive a settlement for damages. The other, the fucked up thing is of these three suspects, which we can, we agree that the first two are extremely probable. Yeah. And then yeah. of the three, Nil is the least probable. He is. The, <laughs> no, John seems pretty set. <laughs> he's the only one that was arrested. The other two were never arrested, regardless of all that evidence. Oh, he yeah. Was, he was arrested, convicted, and sentenced to life in prison for this and acquitted after a year. But they had like. But he's put, far less likely than what Hans sounded to be. Yeah. 
And I mean, I just think it's crazy that they went through all this of arresting, going through the court system years, years, 40 plus years later with the sole survivor, but they didn't even collect evidence of the clothes of the guy who went in bloody the night of. Fucking shitty the police The fuck. Work. Like, the fucking fuck. I, it almost feels as if there was so much more to the story than what people know. Yeah. Yeah. It feels so like much a conspiracy more. of some sort yeah. that I don't know what it is or why. I just think it's so strange that they zeroed in on the sole survivor more than these other two. But it's like, what what did these kids do that so, you know, it's caused such this conspiracy that nobody wants to I think I think a lot it. of it like, is being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And they just happened to show up on the day that people were brave enough to like want to go, all right, let's kill somebody. Let's kill a group of people. It's either a conspiracy, maybe not with these first two suspects that seem likely, or it's lazy police work. And, you know, something of the times where they didn't have resources and just didn't leave a go in. But I think it's really sad that 40 plus years later when we did have the research the person they zero in on is nil and i think that's at the expense that they didn't collect evidence like the bloody shirt from hans and yeah. things like that like why would you not collect that like like get a clipping of it maybe if you're the doctor and you suspect there's some foul play like jesus christ all it takes is going snip snip all right thanks so much see you later reese's pieces that one's baffling yeah whenever i was uh doing the research on this episode it was before i was completely done with it saying in my mind i was what if the murderer who killed all the kids you know happened to run across some kind of hungry bear and the bear just ate him and like (laughs) (laughs) the bear attack They'll you really know? never know who did it. <laughs> we'll never be able to arrest that bear. <laughs> it's a bear spiracy. It's the bear conspiracies. It's super Simple bear conspiracies. Canada. Canada. Canada Drive. Okay, so I, I made this drink concoction, and I'm going to call it the Canada. You know. <laughs> Because they're friends. Canada. <laughs> but I went and got Perrier. 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 Pineapple and mango seltzer and then apple crown. And it's fucking delicious. You want to try it? It's fucking good. Good. Tell me what you think of the Canada. I like Canada. Can Canada, can, will that be the cocktail of the podcast? Cocktail of the podcast, at least right. for right now. Podcast. Everybody go out Canada. and grab some Perrier, mango, pineapple, and some apple crown and Canada. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but we're no. open to it. Yeah, definitely, for sure. All right. So I'm going to be covering the spooky camping dinner beach slangs. <laughs> Why? I was gonna say why a car alarm. I, you know, I just can't get it. John's really working on it. He needs to watch Psycho. Yeah, more. I do. That's that and Scream. All right, so it's August 2004. <gasps> Recent. The top songs on the radio <laughs> are "Drop It Like It's Hot" with Snoop Doggy Dog, or "Yeah" with. Usher, Lil John, and Luda. <laughs> yeah! 
Okay, so the era has been set. <laughs> We're on the level. Pimpin' ain't easy here in 2004, okay, guys? This is like I pimp status. Lindsay Cutshaw, 22, and Jason Allen, 26, were camp counselors at Rock and Water Christian Summer Camp <laughs> in El Dorado <laughs> County, California. Rock and Water. Wow, dude, I had so much fun with Jesus. <laughs> so after a week of counseling youthful campers and they did like whitewater rafting is what I think Fucking that's why it's called sick. Rock and Water. That's what they would do is take them whitewater rafting. Lindsay and Jason plan a weekend camping getaway. As you do. Like you do. People do that. Camp counseling ain't easy. People do it all the time. So, Friday the 13th of <gasps> August. No shit. No fucking no shit. shit. This guy me, was you? planning on a murder. Which I was going to note, too, that people suspect your murder, the Lake Bowdoin murders, Brandon, was the influence for Friday the 13th. So, oh, really? Shit. Which we're recording this on a Friday that I don't think is the 13th. Not the 13th. It is definitely not the 13th. This is definitely a Friday the 13th theme here. <laughs> so, they leave Friday the 13th and set out on their road trip. And comes Monday when they should have been back at the Rock and Water Christian summer camp, they don't show. Where'd they go? Can you believe them? They're so fucking irresponsible. Betty, where'd they go? Betty, where'd they go? But they're really reliable and they're really invested. So they're considered missing. They're like, this isn't normal. What the fuck? Where is Immediately Lindsay and Jason? Missing. So the family started following their credit card purchases. One placed them in San Francisco on Saturday, August the 14th, where they bought a bottle of Tabasco. Classic John move. Classic me move. And witnesses also stated saying Lindsay's red 1992 Ford Tempo in Guerinville, Sebastopol, and Forestville, and then in Jenner. Sorry okay. if I said those towns wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> and then late Wednesday, August 18th, they were found. But not alive. Like good. Oh. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> a helicopter was dispatched to find a stranded man on a cliff. He's like, hey, help. Hey, help. <laughs> and on that, they spotted the bodies on Fishhead Beach. These are fucking rough times, it sounds like. Fishhead Beach. I was going to say, stra- these stranded man, man on a cliff. Like, yeah, there's bad luck. <laughs> they just rough. left on Friday the 13th. Yeah, like, nothing yeah. good is happening. Nothing good's happening here. So the couple were found in their in their sleeping clothes, each in separate sleeping bags, and they were just like sleeping on the beach. They weren't in a tent or anything. They were just in their sleeping bags on the beach. Sounds so uncomfortable. Did what they had to do. Road tripping. Been there. Been there. John and I have slept on a couple grounds outside some rest areas on yeah, the road. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> rough places. So they had both been shot in the head once at close range. With what they suspect was a forty-five caliber rifle. Jesus Christ. Jeez, yeah. Going extreme. And the weird thing was, like, nothing was taken. Lindsay was still even wearing a diamond cross necklace. And their car was still parked at the pull-off area, untouched. It was like their their camp was not even disturbed, but they had just both been shot just once. Just murdered. Yeah. 
fucking horrific. So it was estimated that they were shot Saturday night or early Sunday morning while sleeping and speculated that the couple tried to get a motel room but were unable to get a room. So when they found out about the beach, that's when they decided to sleep there for the night. And they said, or maybe they didn't even plan to sleep there, but they had fallen asleep, you know, resting. Yeah. God. With him not taking anything, that just says, like, it just says someone was out looking to fucking murder somebody. Yeah, it's so scary. That's scary. That's fucking out there, man, just to be in that state of mind. Now, the thing about them deciding to sleep on this beach is Lindsay and Jason were not from California. They were there as camp counselors at a camp. They grew up about 25,000 miles away in Ohio and Michigan. So they may not have been aware of the fact that camping on Fishhead Beach was illegal. Oh. That it was commonplace for hitchhikers and drifters to roam and sleep. And because of otherwise knowing that, they may have not chosen to just Yeah, sleep definitely open they wouldn't have fucking beach. chosen it. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's like one of those things about traveling. Like, you just don't know the area. So you're just like, oh, yeah, this seems fine. Like, right then at that portion of the day you're there. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, things got weird. Yeah. So on the beach, there were a visitor's journal in a wooden hutch where Lindsay and Jason had made entries the day they came to Fishhead Beach in Jenner. Lindsay wrote, the sun is going down on the horizon. All I see is the beam shining on the cliff. And then Jason wrote, as I stir this mac and cheese, (laughs) I think to myself, what a wonderful life. I've just spent two days with my fiance, Lindsay. Can life ever be so perfect only with a person who is so great? Oh, they had met in 2002 and they were engaged and planned to marry that following fall. Jeez. Wait, so they've been they've they've been together for 2 years? They've been engaged for 2 years. It's now 2004. I don't know about you guys, but I just found it very weird that he was he had to specifically put Oh yeah, I'm stirring my mac and cheese. So he knows what my he was doing, treat. diary entries. <laughs> I think that uh he's the murderer. Oh no, even though he's I People mean, have to stir mac and cheese. No, I mean they have to you do don't it. have to say what you're making. You could have just said, Hey man, murder. You know, I think the mac and cheese is an alibi. Yeah. <laughs> I he think murdered the mac himself. and cheese has something to do with this. <laughs> All right, well we'll keep mac and cheese in mind, but I don't know if it'll I come don't up. think it'll okay. I don't think it'll pan out. <laughs> you'll you'll see. You'll see. All right, so they're missing. They've been shot. None of their belongings are gone. So the investigation begins. They quickly eliminate murder-suicide. Brandon. Wait, they eliminate murder? Murder Murder-suicide. Like, as if the two would have made a pact. While he was stirring his mac and cheese. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. So, like, he killed one and then killed himself. Right. Because the reason being, there was no weapon on site, and there were not even shell casings from what's seemed to be a rifle they were shot with in the vicinity at all. And since no belongings were taken, that also ruled out robbery. And, I mean, it sucks they were murdered, but luckily sexual assault was not involved yeah, either. Yeah, thank God. Like, gosh, shit. it's so rough every time that's added in. So, what was the purpose here? Like, everyone's like, the fuck? Like, who would do this? Why? 
you know, these these are the things cops well, are saying. Well, that's what you have to wonder about. You're like, who would do this? Why? Who would do this? Why? But <laughs> they're just like hands on their hips. Hands who would do this? Why? Hands on their I hips. Hands in the air. What? Who? Why? No, but it's but it, it does kind of sound like someone just decided, hey, I want to fucking I want to murder somebody. Yeah, this is monstrous. It's kind of similar to the Bodum one because even though things were taken, they were just a mile away from the camp. So why? Like, it's just like unnecessary violence. So 21 months after the murder, case is still cold. Sheriffs release new evidence to the public, such as poems near the crime scene, which I have if you Thank guys would like to read them. a couple. I love poems. Some are, I feel like, not relevant but they took pictures and put them in are they because they're of mac and cheese <laughs> <laughs> they're of something even better oh one poem read my shells boy and cheese <laughs> my it was shells and cheese instead <laughs> way better dude <laughs> always pick shells and cheese <laughs> so one poem read my boyfriend is a joke i think i'll take a toke he was an only child and it was also dated August 10th of 04. Did you Auburn. write this, Holly? <laughs> oh, John. John Are was an joke? only child and it shows happy, but. No, it doesn't. But it says. Don't lie, she's lying. P.S. Chewy says, what's up? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he fucking does. What kind of fucking poem is this? Oh, you know, one about. It's a haiku, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> kinda. <laughs> Another poem said, later, from your friendly neighborhood friend, signed Spider-Man. And it said, ha, 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 Spider-Man at Driftwood Inn. These aren't poems. Whoever said these were poems just said, a small amount of writing is now a poem, and that's what I classify it <laughs> I like that they did include Spider-Man. Like, that's pretty dope. But but that one was dated 7-2504. So, again, not of the time of the murder. Right. This third one I find kind of suspicious because it's not dated and it's like kind of cryptid and kind of like it sounds like someone who's not in the right place. It says Santa Claus, leprechauns, tooth fairy, alien boogeyman and someone hairy. Take what's at stake before another mistake that like you who I very hate shouldn't break but make in such a hurry. That what? one's weird. That's weird, but I feel like that's something someone would write like while they're high. It would, but you know? when it's right next to two people who have been murdered that's on the true. beach. That's true. But if someone if if they found us while we were camping and found my sketchbook, they'd be like, mm, "That seems like someone who's mentally fucking disturbed." Well, right once, next to two dead bodies. Once I get to the end, just keep in mind the mindset of this kind of poem. Okay. Well, okay. Before you go on, I was just gonna say it kind of sounds like. The person who wrote it was saying that I don't get why you believe in these kind of things, and this is oh, okay. I can see that. Like, gonna cause problems between us, but I love you, and so like I'd rather us both be dead than nothing at all. So you're so back to the mac and cheese theory. Yeah, it is. <laughs> murder suicide. Mac and cheese theory is also what murder suicide is called. <laughs> Should have got cells this, and shells and cheese. I mean, and this may not be related, you know, to anything. Who's to say who wrote this? But to me, this shows like some kind of like fantasy conspiracy and instability. And then the fact that it says who I very hate, it just feels like a lot of 
something of someone who's maybe not in a good spot narrow yeah. place yeah like a rambling that also has some kind of dark purpose a dark a dark texture yes so sick, not also sick, mac and cheese. sick album name dark texture dark texture <laughs> keep that in mind <laughs> saying guys so they find they find these poems and then they find other objects like an empty 40 of camo beer which they think is interesting because this is a beer from Wisconsin that's not like common or sold in California. And where were they from? And they were from Michigan and Ohio. Okay. So like Midwest. Very much they could have got it on the way over. No, cuz no. they'd been at a camp. Yeah, but like while they were traveling over, they like bought beer. Like we buy beer when we're traveling and stuff. Michigan and Ohio, and go up through Wisconsin to California. Maybe they wanted to fucking no, take an extra road. Work? Maybe they just wanted to take eighty, and they wanted to go over to Oregon, and then drive down and go see the redwood fucking forest. Yeah, I still think you're confused where Wisconsin is. I think I am. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so and from anyway, so this empty forty of camo beer of that could be of someone who's not from this area could have committed an act from somewhere else and left they try to take dna from it don't find any match and they also find drawings on the driftwood which are of like devil like creatures and they're inked into the driftwood near the site of the killing six 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 so i want to show you guys a couple pictures i'll post these on the instagram so everyone can see it insta famous but what they're talking about in these poems too they keep referencing the driftwood inn so on this beach there is a when we went to oregon the first time and on the beach there'd be just like lean to they take a bunch of driftwood and they made like a structure you could sit in really cool but now looking back and then seeing this, it's very spooky. They were camping right next to one of these similar, but it's like much bigger and intricate. And from what I understand, oh, it's still there to this day. And it's just like a lean to of a bunch of driftwood. And it's like people ink into this driftwood. This is where like devil carving or devil inkings were in. And these poems were at. Yeah. People obviously hang out here. And to the, if you're looking at it, to the left of this, right next to it, is where this couple were sleeping in their sleeping bags on the beach. Oh, wow. Uh, Here's the beach they're on. That's so crazy. See, I just feel like you, maybe some people do it. I get it. Maybe some people do it. But who just takes a sleeping bag and puts it on any ground and just sleeps? Psychopaths. Oh. Don't. You're talking about the victims here. John's trying to say that they're psychopaths. I am slightly because do you know about sand fleas? Okay, here's like sand fleas. Sleeping sleeping straight on the ground with a sleeping bag to me is very brave. Like I I like some kind of even though a tent isn't protection really, I still like the idea of it. I think though what happened is this couple didn't plan to have to sleep outside in such a way. You know what I mean? That's true. I just figured they would have had like a tent or something, you know? If they already had sleeping bags, then yeah, you know. Yeah. You don't like just go around bringing... with sleeping bags without a tent, at least in my opinion. Well, may- well, and you know, maybe they were like, uh... 
hammock campers or something, you know. People do that. People just like take hammocks hammock campers? around with them. Yeah, just take a hammock around with you and you have your sleeping bag and sleep in that to stay warm and like your hammock can just like knit up at the top and then you just have a structure that you're sleeping in but suspended off the ground. Well, you see, I do it the uh, Survivor Man style and mm-hmm. I make my own Go shelters. So. So this are these are the inkings that they found. There were a lot of these. Whoa, right that's next intricate to too. And they're like this devil-like creature, and this is on the driftwood of that driftwood inn that they are right next to. That's really cool. So I think that what the thing that that played a big role in is they were Christian camp counselors. They were very devoted to their right, Christianity. Yeah. And so that, when they didn't have anyone, when this was a cold case, they thought they were being targeted and that this was like a Satanism or something against their yeah. religion. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of seems like it. Like, you know, once you like take it back to they were Christian counselors. Well, my thing is, how did the person or the quote-unquote person who murdered them know that they were Christians. Like, I just, I don't go up to random people and automatically assume that they're Christian unless, like, this person, like, tracked them down. Well, that's what they thought. Maybe they were being targeted. And oh. she had, like, a cross diamond necklace she had been wearing and things like that, which wasn't taken. So, you know, she has this valuable diamond jewelry of a cross that wasn't taken, but they're murdered, and then there's these, like, devil inkings next to them. Which, I mean, I think that's a far stretch. I think people just see that kind of thing. Because this is obviously a place where a lot of people go and hang out at this quote-unquote driftwood inn. Yeah. There's a lot of shit in here to say if it's related or not. Yeah, I mean, it could have just been like tell. Teen- teenagers like drawing on shit. Yeah, because that's what it looks like. It yeah, looks like exactly. something in like middle school. It's you not like, like, I murdered someone. Here's my calling card. Yeah, like remember <laughs> that S you draw with like the yeah. three, the six lines. There was an S them. next to the dead bodies. Well, yeah. it's because there were 13 year olds there like six days before. Right. So. It's almost like you would see one of those S's right next to that inking. <laughs> Fuck you. I never learned how to draw those. Are you serious? Oh, come on. We'll Fucked have a time. Yeah, okay. Will. It's slumber party crisscross applesauce night. Yay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Canada in mac and cheese. At this point, along with this extra evidence, 21 months after the case, they still don't know what's going on. A $50,000 reward for information on any of those items was offered by then governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <gasps> Oh, I'll give you all the I'll give you all the money for all of the all of the rewards. Yeah. Uh, give me all of the evidence. Mm-hmm, that's definitely what he said. That's quote. <laughs> I saw you just how I get when I'm very excited. Uh. If you give me the evidence, we'll get to the chopper. Classic Arnie. Yeah, classic Schwarzenegger. Uh. I'm Rambo. No, and still, nothing comes out related to this evidence. <laughs> no one claims this $50,000 reward for any of this evidence. So case is cold again. No one claims the $50,000 reward. No one knows what's going on still. Mm-hmm. And then on May 5th of 2017, about 13 years later Shit, after this, this case recent. is cold. Yes. This is recent. I mean, we're talking about Usher. We're talking about Ush, Luda. We're talking up. I don't know Wait. how recent that is for other people, but it feels for very us, recent for me. Fucking Reese. <laughs> what was the year? I'm sorry. 
2017 is now where we're at. I don't know what the top song is. I've stopped listening to the radio. (laughs) I've stopped. I'm done. I'm a different person. I subscribe to Spotify. Yeah, I'm strictly like sound clouding and band camping all my music. We're in 2017. (laughs) 2017. So Sonoma County Sheriff announced that they had caught the killer and identified him, which I will refer to him as from now on, Dirty Bathtub Scum Sean Gallen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> dirty bathtub Hello, scum. Because this guy's scum. a real scum. piece of scum ass fucking shit. Dirty bathtub scum Sean Gallen is 38 years old and he's from Forestville, California, which is one of the towns, if you remember, the couple had went through right. and is close to Jenner. Now, once dirty bathtub scum Sean Gallen <laughs> <laughs> enters the story... Things get even stranger because is this guy a character? Is he something else? He is something to be putting up with. (laughs) (laughs) So what they arrested Dirty Bathtub Scum for was shooting his brother with a rifle and then killing him at his parents' house. Well, did his brother deserve it? Like, did his brother do something to to make him mad? no one deserves that. Well, what did his brother do to make him so mad? He's eating his macaroni. I don't know the drama of this family. I just know he shot and killed his brother with a fucking rifle, and that's <laughs> a piece drama. of shit bathtub dirty scum thing to do. I bet he stole his lucky four-leaf Such clover. Such a mouthful. Dirty bathtub scrub. Scum. So scrub. when he's in custody Scoo, for shooting his brother, probably nonsensically, like for no reason, because probably. I'm about to tell you some more shit this The moment done. you start bringing out a gun to shoot people is the moment you're nonsensical. At your parents' house, yeah. too? Well, his, his mom is the one who called in and was like, my son just shot my other son. He was the really fuck? mad. <laughs> so when he was in custody, he was also asked about the Jenner murders, and police say that dirty bathtub scum Sean gave information only the killer of the Jenner slayings would have oh, known. Oh, shit. And before all of this, Gallen was a suspect in the Jenner slayings because he'd also done some other fucked up weird ass shit. Do you know what other fucked up weird ass shit he did? Yeah. I'll read it here. Quote. Eating other people's macaroni. So two months before the murder of this couple on Jenner Jenner Beach, Uh he had attempted to kill another person in Monte Rio. What? He's attempting to kill other people and he wasn't arrested then? Oh, he was arrested. But this is how he did it. He purposely planted a package bomb on the roof of a woman's Honda Accord, waited for her to approach it. And the package did explode, but when the woman made contact, she did not die, luckily. But she did sustain injuries to her hand and arm. And this Monte Rio is just 10 miles from Jenner, California. Holy fucking shit. My God. That's like some butterfly effect shit. Remember whenever they put the fucking bomb inside the uh, the mailbox and the mom walked up to it? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. But, like, this guy's not some teenager, you know? He's he's old enough to not be doing this weird-ass shit. He's just experimenting with bombs and then putting it on people's cars. He's not correct, you know? Yeah, you're not correct. <laughs> correct yourself. Wrong. 
Very wrong. Five years later after the bomb thing, this guy seems to think he's a bit of a handyman. I know my way Bathtub scum piece of shit, Sean Gallen, tried to kill um, a man with a bow and arrow he had made himself. Crafty. The man was sitting outside of piece of shit's apartment in his car, just minding his business, just sitting in his car. Doesn't even have anything to do with this bathtub scum. When he was suddenly struck by an arrow. Could you imagine? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do during that? Like, oh, like, fuck. oh, fuck. I, I didn't plan this for today. I'm going to oh, no. work. <laughs> well, here's an arrow. I want to be... I'm gonna be in such trouble whenever I get home. <laughs> How'd you get stabbed by an arrow? I swear it wasn't my fault. He's like, I knew I shouldn't have done carpool today. Fuck this God apartment. Damn it, Larry. Calling your boss. Hey, yeah, so I got randomly shot by an arrow today. I'm not gonna come in. Not again. <laughs> Bill, this is the third time this week. <laughs> I promise this time is real. I lied the first two times. This time is real, I swear. So bathtub scum Sean Gallen considers himself a bit of a survivalist you know making homemade bombs Mm -hmm. and arrows and he had a lot of facebook photos of wearing like really low grade cosplay outfits carrying the arrows and showing off knives now i'm not hating on anyone who does cosplay some of that shit is fucking insanely awesome and artistic but this guy's quote-unquote cosplay if you want to call it that is like an abomination did he wear trash bags as like cloaks you know pretty much I'm about to show you that (laughs) again I'll post this on Instagram but I'm going to show you guys some photos of him and some of his attire tell me what you think about that is this guy fucking shitting me right now Is he just wearing like a sweatshirt? He's just wearing like a pink sweatshirt, some arrows on his back, some like feathers on his head. And then he has like a blue cloth as a bandana around his head. And then he's painted on what seems to be a Zorro-like mask. I get it. People have to like get into it somehow. in the mirror. Yeah, but this is like not trying. That if your cosplay is at this point at like almost forty at, years old, yeah, it's probably not your thing. You're doing a bad job, and like either you need to get on more forums. Here's another one. Or he just needs to figure out like who he's trying to be. Cause... He's just wearing like dollar store poolside goggles. That's exactly what he's wearing too. And a mask that you would wear if you were doing like sanding, or that you'd buy at like a hardware yeah. store. Just a like normal a filtration respirator. Mask. And yeah. he, he's done nothing to his hair. It looks like he hasn't washed it in a few days. Yeah, he's... Pretty bad. That's, <laughs> I mean, that picture in itself was kind of honestly terrifi- terrifying. All right, well, are you ready for this one? No. Here's where it looks like he's wearing a trash bag. No way. <laughs> are you fucking shitting me? I was just saying that as a joke. No way. Yeah, he's wearing like an all-black outfit... With some kind of like armor wristband stuff he's made. He has a cape and a hood that looks like, again, from the dollar store, I think is his favorite store. And then halfway across his face diagonally, he's painted it black. 
very cool, very mi- mi- mysterious. He's standing like he feels very cool. Oh, he yeah. likes you everything. No, he he's feels doing. power. Like there's power raging through those bones right now. This is the man. <clears throat> Masculinity. This is the dirty bath. This is dirty bathtub scum. I can see now. Why keep that. Keep that dirty. in mind. And that guy also probably dressed up as that went and planted a bomb on top of a woman's car. He probably dressed up like that when he shot them in the head. He probably dressed up like that when he was shooting arrows. Like he's like, this is this is my best costume so far. I'm a super villain, and I think I'm really working out well. Fuck you, dirty bathtub scum. Uh, He also had some really strange Facebook posts. Which, when I said keep that poem in mind, the leprechauns and all that shit. Oh, we're getting into it. So, he was very much like a conspiracy theorist to the point of unhealthiness. Uh-huh. People, are, people <laughs> I've never met seem to know me and my deeds. Why, just the other day as I was picking up my order of fish and fried potatoes... A young kid looks up at me directly in my eyes and thanks me for saving his world. In English, not telepathy. Immediately, I recognize him to be from the Pallades star cluster, all nurse dear Nessa Jesseret. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't understand you for a second. <laughs> what? Nestle. Pleiades star oh. cluster. Oh my god. That's so fucking good. I love this. Nestle. And then he Nasty. posts another update after that that says Okay. I think I'm back on Earth. So just to tie that kind of mindset back to the poem about like Santa Claus and leprechauns and tooth fairy and aliens. Yeah, this guy's fucking out there. He's not on Earth. Exactly. For at least a majority of his time. Yeah. So in 2018, gallon bathtub piece of shit scum, (laughs) as I will not forget to call him. Such a good name. Was officially charged with the murder of Lindsay Cutshaw and Jason Allen and his motive or connection completely remain unknown. So he's still waiting to go to court. Um, but this, again, I wrote this piece of cat shit piss Sean Callen. <laughs> you fucking garbage can, man. <laughs> if he is convicted, which I would guarantee he will be, yeah, is facing the death penalty or life in prison without parole. But he's still proclaiming his innocence at one time he confesses stuff he knows about the murder no one else would know because the police were very careful at not releasing certain parts of information as they do and now he's trying to proclaim innocence both of shooting his brother who his mother called and said hey this just happened i saw it shooting people with arrows planting bombs and then shooting this couple He's proclaiming innocence to all of it. So I'm curious to see what yeah, that definitely. court case would be and what his mindset of like, if, if he did it, why would you? Well, I mean, obviously the guy doesn't sound like he's fucking all there mentally stable completely. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure if you ask him a question like that, like what was your mindset during it? It's same thing as your mindset is now you're fucking out there, dude. Like yeah. he's like, cause I'm bored. I was trying to please the 
play 80 yeah, I was trying that's, to please a play That's such a scary thought though To think that this couple didn't do anything wrong They didn't cross anybody They you know and they still had someone Kill them it's Yeah horrifying It's fucking horrific Just because someone's off their fucking rocker Do people still say that? Off oh, their yeah. fucking people rocker People say that all the time <laughs> and <laughs> do some weird shit just cause. I imagine he's in that weird feather pink fucking crew neck sweatshirt doing it too. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you with my arrows that I got on my back. Shoot, shoot. No. Shoot, shoot, you bang, bang. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's what he said to himself as he walked away. Shoot, shoot. I hope you enjoyed your mac and cheese. But that's the Jenner Slings. That's probably the bathtub, bathtub cat piss shit litter box not cleaned ever. Sean Gallen. Most, Most like likely ammonia. his little Most shit, like ammonia, shit show like he made. <laughs> Oh, did Sorry. I forget to say that cat piss and pneumonia? You know, <laughs> one in the same. Dang. Well, well you guys I learned a lot about killers. We're all very cautious about camping now. Oh, Something yeah. I love doing. Love camping, but I will always be a paranoid schizophrenic about it. Well, see, that's the thing, man. Like this shit can happen to anybody at any given time. You can't let shit like this stop you. Yeah, 99% exactly. of the time, you won't die whenever you go camping. Are we trying to scare you a little bit and give yeah, you a little spooky definitely. story? Oh, yeah. Yes, obviously. Are you really going to die? I, I mean, mean and like, at like a 0.1% kind of chance, yes, you might, but most but likely you'll die of something else like a car wreck. Don't go camping because of us. Yeah, don't do that. We don't want to be responsible Explore. for camping. There's there's a, a ton to see out explore there. Around. Explore around. Explore the world. Adventure. Well, I do. After we've had pretty heavy topics of everybody getting murdered, <laughs> we're all dead now. We're ghosts telling you this podcast. I do have a pretty good news. That's pretty lighthearted, keeping it light, having fun. I need that. I need to feel airy. I need to feel like a like a pita chip. Oh baby, you'll be a, <laughs> you'll be a pita chip. You'll fluff right up. You get get. Get yourself a nice little bubble. Are you gonna do that with some news? I think I might do that with some news. Mysteries in the news. That's new. What could it be? You guys ready? So, for my lighthearted news that I have after just listening to people get fucking murdered. Oh no, we need it. So, Steve Stone, the announcer for the Chicago White Sox says that he can see into the future. And his broadcast what? partners actually back up his claims. He performs this feat on numerous occasions. Stone Stone declared that he's been a psychic his whole life. He says, I know it sounds strange, but I really know what's going to happen. Stone explained, explained briefly that he gets specific premonitions of what will happen during a game as it unfolds. But he holds back on sharing his insights with the viewers since they are often unfavorable, unfavorable of the home team because he's in Chicago and they're not always the best oh, teams. Oh no, Chicago. That said, this ability was uh, allegedly displayed on the first game he ever broadcast for the White Sox where he correctly indicated which player would be the one to put an end to the, to the particularly long extra inning. Uh, when his then partner in the booth asked him, if it was a prediction, Stone simply replied, no, that's what's going to happen. 
And I've heard, That's I've heard. so raven. <laughs> it's the future I can see. And I actually, I, I read another article on this, um, honestly, a couple weeks ago because it was something I just thought was really cool. But he said, all right, this guy's going to hit a ball. It won't get caught in the outfield, but uh, it'll get sent back into second base and everybody will end up being safe. That'll line all of the all of the bases, he says, and then we'll get a grand grand slam. I don't know sports or baseball. But that sounds like a complicated, in-depth thing to know. It does. It does sound like a really complicated thing. Now they say, while some might suspect that Stone's assertions that he's a psychic is merely hyperbole and that his ability to see in the future is based off years of knowledge gained from watching watching the games from, from up in his stand, his current broadcast partner, Jason Benetti, suggests that there appears to be some ring of truth to the claim. I love, okay, for a second, I love that this Jason guy is like, I got you. I got you, dude. Don't even worry. No, I know you're fucking psychic. Don't yeah. even fucking. It must be like best I know friends. people are trying to tell right. you you're like, not, We've been you in are. this booth for years. We're buddies. We're buddies. We're pals. We have a secret handshake. Don't I ever tell anybody. I got you. I made you mac and cheese multiple times. Yes, we stir it together. We're palled up, dude. We prefer the shells. We're, we're friends. We're boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Benetti backs up all of Stone's claims that he's seen it. There's recordings of him saying what's going to happen during games. It's pretty fucking nuts. It's pretty cool. This guy's that that's so ravening everybody. In I Chicago. like the idea that he can only that's so raven baseball games. Now though. that's not true. That's not true. They're not saying he can only do it, but is there in proof his of job, him doing do otherwise? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. If I mean, there's been, also not not proof of him doing otherwise. If he's been granted this gift by the universe, I like the idea that it was specifically for his profession. For his job. <laughs> He's like, there's a reason I got good at this. He's okay. got the universe being like, I got you. He's got Don't Jason up in the booth I being like, you, I got you. Why has he it. bet money on these games? Well, then? that's I'm illegal. sure that's illegal. For that's him. like the Martha Stewart uh, <laughs> inside trading situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that'll happen. He'll be friends with Snoop Dogg soon. Who's to say? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he'll be friends with Snoop Dogg. He'll have his I'd fucking do it show just to together. be friends with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, well, you guys ready to cut it off for tonight then? It's been a long one, but it's been a good one. It has been a good one. It's been awesome. Happy summer, everybody. Happy summer. (laughs) Don't get killed. (laughs) Don't get killed. You know, stay out of the forest if you feel weird, but don't be afraid to To also go go into into the forest. forest. Walk into the forest at night without a flashlight. So what I think that we can really take take away from this episode tonight is that for some reason macaroni and cheese was really, really on my mind. Don't take macaroni and cheese camping with you. Well, at least don't write about it that that you're stirring it. Don't don't stir it. it. Don't stir it. You have to stir it or else the cheese won't get mm it. That's the rule. If you take mac and cheese, you have to take the dry macaroni, add in the powder, you take in add bites in the of sugar. Big powdered cheese. Yep, and just big don't powdered cheese it. things. It, it's either that or die. You know, what would you rather do? Do you think all all mac, mac and cheese is run by big big powdered cheese? 
Yes. 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 Okay. I said that without confidence, but confidently, yes. I honestly think they're calling all the shots. On a serious note, I would like to know personally what you got or who you guys think would be a killer between us. It would be no. Who's behind the Lake Bodum murders? Yes. I would love to hear what you guys have to think. Is it it Nils? Do you think that bathtub scum Sean Gallen is the one? Do you think Hans Nils Ass Man Ass Man Carl? is responsible? Carl. <laughs> Carl could be it. Brandon's pushing for fucking Carl. I think it's Carl. I think you know it's what? Hans. Yeah. So get a hold of us. On yeah. Our hit e- us up on our email at mysteryoftheweekpodcast at gmail dot com. You can contact us on any of our socials at Mystery of the Week on Facebook, Mystery of the Week podcast on Instagram. And podcast M-O-T-W on Twitter. That's new, so hit us up. And we're also going to post references to all this stuff on there. So get on there if you want to see pictures of anything we've discussed and dive deeper. And we want your input. We want your feedback. Yes, and continue to share if you feel like. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Subscribe. Sub up. uh, Comment. I I feel like we're asking a lot, but it's really asking a little, and it helps us out a lot. So Bless up. Sub up. We appreciate you. Papa bless. Papa bless, baby. And Brandon. I love you. Later days. Bye.